Hi, and welcome to the Can Geek Podcast. This is episode 2, dated October 18th, 2007. Hi, and welcome to the second episode of the Can Geek Podcast. With me, I've got Kyle. Greetings. And joining us this week is Liam from spacemeet.com.au. Hey guys, it's great to be here. Coolio. We sound like a chat show so, program. Well, we sort of are. Anyway. Um, <laughs> We're a chat show podcast. Damn, we can't make it like through five seconds without you making fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> you did the same to me, so it's quite fair. Yeah, okay, fine. I can't make it like through that. a segue without you making fun of me. Because you don't make segues. Anyway, speaking of segues, okay. the first topic. Yeah, first topic, big, the big one. You know, our obviously. only topic, really. Yeah, Armageddon. It was massive. It's... It was enjoyable. So I'm gonna start off. Uh, what did you guys think of the show floor? You know, the floor. You know, hanging out on That's the floor. That's pretty cool. I like seeing floor. Okay, so I didn't um, buy much, but I liked it. Yeah, I was actually a little disappointed. I mean, uh, I went there expecting more competitions, more. Like groups, activities, things like like I saw uh, last year, like uh, e games. I won't mention game one because that was crap. Um, but yeah, and um, basically, probably eighty percent of the uh, the booths were all shops, and most of them ridiculous, ridiculously overpriced. Yeah, and oh, um, that was that was my big with it. Hold on, hold on. You said there was no games or anything like that, but you had laser tag, you had pillow fights, you had. Um, Kamehameha competitions and a cosplay competition. Yeah, but the um... yeah, but it's all like crap things that like cosplay competition was fun. The pillow fight, okay, maybe I can see that being awesome. But I mean, the laser tag, I didn't the see ten... it. Yeah, so, I, I mean... was too busy waiting in line to uh, get an interview with Richard Horvitz at the time of the oh pillow my God. fight. He just can't. He just can't wait, Kenny. <laughs> oh come on, that was exciting. <laughs> He's gonna jump ahead. Yeah, but I mean, the Horvitz one is next weekend anyway. Like, I mean, it's just like. Next week's podcast, because that's, like, that's day two of the coverage. Yeah, we got so many interviews, we can't fit them all into one podcast. So many being four, but they're like 15 minutes long, so... It's great. Just, yeah. These people were willing to spend so much time talking to us. I Thank yeah. you all so much. I know you're especially, probably not listening, Especially but Dave Harding. Thank you. Dave Harding, yes. Dave Harding was our, our PR contact at Dream Dreamcoat um, PR company, and he was able to talk to all the voice artists voice actors, and, you know, convince them to talk to us. Without him, we wouldn't have gotten anywhere. Yeah, that was really great of him. I don't, I don't know how we convinced him to convince them to talk to us, but... <laughs> we said, we've got a website. Please help us. I'm, I'm not going to complain. Well, actually, we said we've got two websites. But... Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, we should mention that um, Space Meat and Can Geek collaborated on covering Armageddon. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a... Um, which was a lot of fun. It was. It was, it was a really great missing... Uh, Meeting you guys. Um, <laughs> I miss you too. <laughs> I miss you guys. It's been so nah, long. Um, it, it, was, it was really great meeting you guys. Um, I think first, first time we've met IRL know. too. Yeah, yes. it was. Um, Kyle joined just the week before Armageddon. Joined as a writer for Space Meet as I'm well a terrible as writer. Candy Geek. He's not <laughs> leaving Candy Geek. Don't worry. Like well, um, anyone was worried, Kyle was gonna leave Can Geek. <laughs> it's okay, Matt. I'm not leaving the site. If if he left, the quality of the site would improve tenfold. So. I'm right here, Will, and so are my feelings. And the quality of space meat <laughs> wouldn't change. What, what, what <laughs> are you thinking, hiring him, man? <laughs> I know. What the hell? I got, I didn't get into a. Actually, I, was, I was thinking the more people we have, the less work I have to do. So I guess, yeah. but I I'm had to wait. The same yeah. thing. I applied to Australian Gamer, had to wait two weeks, and then got a rejection letter. <laughs> Admittedly. I, a, well, de- a day later, I got an acceptance letter from you. Your standards well, are just... It, a day later? What uh, the hell? I've, you applied to Australian Gamer just we... recently? No, I went as when Australian Gamer hi- hiring. So I, wait, I'm, you've been writing for Space Me for like, what, for ages ago? Or no, what? We, I think I said something wrong. <laughs> yeah, you did, totally. Because <laughs> you, you applied for you Australian Gamer like six months time. ago. Yeah, that um, was like six months ago. Anyway, this isn't important. Let's talk about Armageddon. Yeah, I was bitching about the size of the laser tag booth because it, oh, it, it was just horribly small. Yeah, it was like a, it was like a kid's inflatable jumping castle. But it was like free. It, it's laser tag. It's you'd always have to be fun. Three feet tall to play in there. 
The well, line yeah. was massive. The line was seriously huge. I don't really? know why anybody would bother the line. Yeah, no, it was I mean, really weird too. It was a it was period like... at the start where it was all right. The line was pretty short. But then, uh, you know, when the, the expert peaked, it was just, it was this massive line to get in this tiny little inflatable dome. And I could not think how that would be fun in there. I mean, it would have been more it's fun bit... just to give the people the laser guns and let them roam around. Yes, that would that have been, been so, so awesome, but so much trouble. We could have abused oh, yeah. our we could have abused our exhibitor passes to uh, run around <laughs> with the dark zone guys after hours and just, you know, they could have they could have set up a battle between the laser tag people and the wooden sword people. Yeah, <laughs> of course they wouldn't exactly would last nice. very long because they'd shoot the wooden sword people and then realize they have no vest. No, and they... the wooden sword people would just hit them with the you know. Okay, I, sorry. Exactly. The wooden sword people. I, have the wooden sword. I think we should explain for those people who weren't at Arbogen who the wooden sword people were. Me. No, we, Me. We mean and, <laughs> and before we keep going, I'm going to correct you both. Yeah. And myself, because I said it just a second ago. There weren't wooden swords, they were Balkans. Balkans. Oh, wooden swords. God. Yeah, it's wooden what sword. But it's Balkan. It's, like, yes, it's like a wooden training sword. They use it in like kendo and, you know, sword martial arts and stuff. It's just aren't like a wooden. Aren't those normally made of like bamboo and like tied together? No, no, no. Bamboo. That's a different one. That's a different one. Uh, okay. Um, I think they call. I don't the... know what I'm talking about. I'm just trying to find yeah, something say... wrong with it. Yeah, I want to sound senpo or something, but I don't know. I'm like limited Jap. My Japanese is pretty much all known from Kurosawa movies. So, can we please move on? <laughs> yeah. Because um... I was going to talk about how just yeah, I was agreeing with Liam that everything in the um, so everything in the stalls was there was no good deals really. But I mean, there was there was actually a free, there was there was a free yeah, game there, w- there was uh, a free starter pack of World of Warcraft. I suppose if you like Naruto, uh, those headbands were a good deal. Now to get. <laughs> no, I, I will point out there was actually one good store. Um, yeah, that was the Mattel booth. Oh, that um, was great. Yeah, that was... yeah. Uh, mainly because um, they're a manufacturer, so um, just straight from the factory, and they were way cheaper. Like I bought three. 10-inch sized um, uh, DC superheroes <laughs> Justice League figures and for five bucks each, and I checked. When I went home and checked on online, and they sell for like forty bucks. Wow, that so that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I was so pissed off I didn't buy more. My brother had, was saying we we should buy like a whole stack of them, and I was like, oh, I don't worry about it. <laughs> they had a, they had some pretty good deals. I had um, Carl, what are you doing? Is that you? Not, no, that's. Okay, your brother's at the door waving notes underneath. I'm going to go check out what your brother's doing. Okay, Carl's disappearing for a second. Um, <laughs> oh, that's this, is like, this is the most amateurish podcast ever. But it's good because now he's going to let me have a rant. I mean, I was able to buy a couple of cool things there. I mean, I got I got a pretty awesome figure of uh, the High Winch from Final Fantasy VII. Okay, your brother just interrupted our podcast to request the DS charger. Dude, oh my God. <laughs> what the fuck, man? You know what? You can't just hey, not hey, fucking wait, play wait, the wait, DS. Wait, wait, Will, you're peeking. And second, I kind of have to appreciate any kind of geekery that will interrupt a podcast for a DS charge. No, I'm sorry. This is the stupidest thing ever. I'm actually, <laughs> I'm actually quite annoyed. <laughs> get it That's and get right. the fuck out quickly. Go now, quickly. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna have to fill in time here. Uh, okay. That was what just, were we, that was what were we talking about? That was just an excuse to be on the podcast. He, he just wanted to be net famous like us. <laughs> I'm sure he did. <laughs> we're e-famous. They just wasted like a good 30 <laughs> seconds. I know. What were we talking about before? Bitch, all you want, you just fucked up the podcast. Mattel booth. Thanks a lot. Get, and, don't don't and, even bitch, just get the fuck out. I was trying to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway. My, brother, ju- my brother just asked me to keep my voice down because he's trying to sleep. Yeah, that's, that's why he needs Jeez, the DS charger. Of him. That's why he needs the DS charger. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I am so sorry. What this... were we talking about? <laughs> oh my god! Can we just go to our first the floor interview? Okay, no. Okay, we're just going to go yeah. to our first interview with Billy West because I just need something to make up for that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We need to first before we play it. We need to explain the context. <laughs> um, we weren't. More able... apologies. Uh, not apologies. We got Billy West on our first podcast, on our second podcast. I think that's quite impressive. It wasn't bad. It is impressive. It was wasn't yes. bad. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> I mean, we sucked, but you know, Billy West is Billy West. I, t- I totally geeked out. You'll notice that there's a question I ask him not to retire or something. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I made him groan with my overzealousness. 
I think we should just <laughs> we'll just uh, stop here and we'll play the interview. Wait, and we'll ho- come wait, back. wait, wait! I need to. Explain. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> Jeez, I'm gonna have like a meltdown here. You've gotten too irritable. Also- okay, here's the thing. Um, we were interviewing Billy West while he was signing autographs. Um, so we've had to edit out the bits where he had to stop talking to us and actually talk to the fans uh, who was who were signing autographs at the time. So. Um, you know, there's a there's a bit of background noise, and you know it it's it might seem a bit disjointed. Anyway, just hit, roll with anyway. it. I should also roll with it. It's freaking Billy West. Don't complain. It's Billy West, and we didn't ask any new questions because we were just so overwhelmed. Honest, I couldn't think of any. Yeah, we, we, it was actually quite hilarious. And do you know what's no, really annoying? Do you know what's really annoying? Every single interview that we did all weekend. I just couldn't stop coughing. I just couldn't stop coughing all weekend. The Monday, <laughs> the Monday, I kid you not, Monday morning, I have not coughed since. I've had like a little bit, but I just haven't coughed. I was practically dying all weekend. It's just, it's not fair at all. It was very impressive. At the end of each recording of a, of a, of an interview, Will would just start erupting with plague-like coughing. <laughs> it's just, ah. Oh. Anyway, here's Billy West, uh... In an interview that we did, and he started off. Um, there's, there was an I Dream of Genie uh, lookalike there, and so that's what he starts off talking. About. Oh, hang on a sec, hang on a sec. Sorry, I was just interrupting you. Yeah, go on. Because you're interrupting me like five times. Okay. Okay, we're gonna play the we're gonna play the interview now. Billy West. Yeah, we just met Genie. Hi there. I Dream of Genie. We did the whole routine for her and she barely knew it was like, you know, Major Nelson, there's a giant lobster in your backyard. Oh, Yes. I was going to be talking to you while you uh, while I'm doing stuff, yeah. Okay, wonderful. Okay. Oh, well, um... So I'm not exactly sure what to say because uh, you know how you were talking about how you were geeking out when you saw Mel Blanc? Yes. I'm in your position right now. Oh, boy. So it, you'll live. I did. Yeah. <laughs> no worries. There you are. I suppose the first question is, how do you know Richard Horvitz? Or how do I know just... him? I've, I've worked with him on many things over the years and, uh, you know, it's like mutual admiration society, you know. Yes. He's the funniest thing in pants, you know. Yeah, you funniest thing in pants. And super talented. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Definitely agree with that. Um, also, what can you tell us about um, the, the upcoming Futurama DVD, the movie? Uh, we finished recording four feature-length DVD animated films of Futurama. And the first one's coming out on November 27th. That's in the United States. Yeah. So you'll probably get them in 2014. We'll be importing. Yeah, but, um, you know, I mean, there there's a lot coming. And then what they're going to do is... Uh, Comedy Central has the license to chop them up and uh, use them as episodes in 2008. So there's a lot going on. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Um. I just had a question regarding the uh, the sort of the series in general, Futurama. Uh, have you heard anything in plans of a maybe a comeback of the series, or is they wait, are they waiting till like the first move, you know, to come back with? Um. The fans brought the show back. As far as a TV show, I don't know. It might be more profitable to make DVDs, you know, rather than put on a TV show. But who knows what they'll do? I'm sure there'll be plenty of it coming. So. There's a lot to look forward to. Yeah, sure. Well, you could uh, just let that be the article. Hi, how you doing? Hi, how you doing? Oh, thank you very much. Yes, I enjoy Australia. Hi, hi. That's going to be just enjoy the ambience. Enjoy the aura, the audio aura of Billy West. Oh, Christ. You've done so many shows sort of over the years. What do you find that sort of an event like this is the show that people most most know you from? Uh, I don't know. It's, it's, you know, it's a switch between everything because, uh, I mean, my favorite show that I ever did is Futurama. I just thought the writing was the best. And, and I was like called upon to uh, create more and more characters and stuff. Yeah, that's my favorite. I think lots of people, we have 4,600 people show up at Comic-Con, you know, just to be in the hall when we showed the preview. Do you know what it's like to walk in front of 4,600 people and have them, like, applauding? It sounded like the, you know, it sounded like, you know, the Battle of 1912 or whatever. But no, I've got no idea what that's like. No, I mean, I, I don't really either, and um, and I was blown away by that. I 
totally was blown away. It was the fans that brought the show back. Yeah, so I have all of them to thank. It's one of those wonderful shows like Firefly or that, where they've just got a wonderful fan base. Yeah, well, we really do, and um, I'm grateful. Hello there. You said in the uh, sort of the uh, the talk earlier yeah. that you consider retiring in Australia, and I just personally I wanted to ask you never retire, please. Just oh, okay. If you do retire, retire nearby. Well, the whole idea was I wanted to retire in a free country. Yes. You know, I I got some problems. Yeah, I'd get to meet my new girlfriend. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna dress you in black and do you in the dirt. <laughs> uh, are we allowed to put that part on the podcast? Sure. I didn't swear. Uh, oh hi. <laughs> A young girl dressed in black just approached and um. Wow, yeah. <coughs> awesome. <laughs> time to sort of just look around and have you had a lot of time to sort of look around and just um, a little bit than I thought you know I love walking around the city I've done like two hour walks already and I never walk you know you get used to your car in Los Angeles nobody walks anywhere hi how are you good how are you I'm not bleeding from any holes so I must be doing okay being a voice actor do you find you get recognized on the street or is it just when people when you get announced as being Billy West uh, never. I really don't, you know. Um, and I like it that way. I prefer it. I hate celebrities. Yeah, true. My pleasure. Uh, thanks for your time. We're going to get kicked out. Oh, you got to get out? Yeah. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you very much Thank for your you time. Thank you very much. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> that was completely awesome, but we're just like the worst interviewers in the world. We got a lot better, um, but... <laughs> Second we, time. <laughs> we, I, I have to explain our mental state. We we had about an hour to prepare for that. And the whole time, me and Will are just going, I can't think of anything to say. I'm just so unbelievably stoked that we're actually going to be able to talk to this guy. And... Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it was both was awesome and terrifying. I was, I was both a little relieved and... Uh, envious that I, did, I didn't get to talk to him because uh, I, my mind went blank instantly as well like you, you asked do you yeah. have any questions for him and I was like I have nothing and, like, um, and since I it should point out I, I was right there watching um, I couldn't hear everything I was yeah. saying because it just it was on camera. so packed and busy right there but yeah I, I was filming from the other side of the rope where the line is and um, we don't have that footage or we're not going to use it because it's just it's basically just the, the, the behind the, the fans of people <laughs> in front of the camera and yeah. um he's a very popular guy so there was like too many people walking past but um i think that it wasn't too bad considering the uh the stress and uh the environment you go through <laughs> the freak outs oh, yeah we go, ex, ex, do you know do you know what's really annoying do you what, know what's, what's really, really annoying, annoying will um <laughs> since then i've probably come up with like 50 really good questions that i could have asked him yeah but who knows he could be at um Armageddon 2008, so we we might get another chance. <laughs> yeah, but they're all future armor based, and by then, you know, by then they'll all be answered. Which is only, yeah. Well, um, which is only confirmed in in Sydney, by the way. Uh, oh no, 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 no. Says, oh, obviously you say Melbourne. <clears throat> obviously you they say Melbourne, but you didn't read my article. Um, I oh jeez, I'm whoring, I'm whoring my articles I'm so again. I'm, I'm so sorry I didn't read your article. <laughs> no, I, I talked Don't to the staff members there, and I'm, you're not missing much. Oh, jeez, I'm I'm pretty sure that um, Armageddon <laughs> 2008 is going to be in Melbourne, um, and Sydney, and no less than three locations in New Zealand. No yes. less than three. I, I yes. actually, I, I was noticing um, that, but it, no it's more than five. Three, three cities in New Zealand yes. this week. Um, two of no, which no, no, not this are week. overlapping. It's, it's just no, Auckland this week. week. No, next Whatever. next year, I'm fairly certain. Yeah, but what I meant was this year it was on... Who, who cares? No. This is an Australian yeah, podcast. Yeah, <laughs> New Zealand is no, our close brother. I just think it's weird that it's uh, it was overlapping. Like, um, So I think it was Auckland and one of the other cities I couldn't be bothered memorizing. But... Um, <laughs> Christchurch, yeah, the, the dates were overlapping, which means that one of those is the they're going to miss out on guests. Yeah, I just don't see the point of that. Why yeah. not? It's a bit Put weird. A week later or something. Anyway, I think we're missing the point of all this. 
The point is, it Futurama was awesome. is coming back. Futurama is coming back. No less than four feature-length movies out on DVD. <laughs> I like how he says no less than. Like he's like he's expecting more by the sound of it. Huh? And I mean, if it's... no, I'm not expecting more. I am stoked. That is an incredible amount of Futurama. Hell yeah! That's I could do it. I could do with some new Futurama. I just I just sit there and I I loop the DVDs. Oh. I I like I start at season one. I go straight through to season four. And I start over again. Mm-hmm. And I've been like that since I got all of them. I will just uh, say say up the details about those Futurama DVDs. It's uh, Futur- Futurama Bender's Big Score, and then yeah. Futurama Into the Wild Green Yonder, Futurama Bender's Game, and Futurama The Beast with a Billion Backs. They'll all be coming out in 2008, except for Bender's Big Score, which is coming out this year. Yeah, uh, that, that's, no idea that's the American release date, as Billy West said. We'd, Amazon, we'd, Amazon, yeah. Amazon. <laughs> import those DVDs. I think is the best option. Plus, it's gonna. Plus, if you import them, it's gonna be on that very first sort of like, you know, that first run, that, which is what they always seem to only look at. What, what do you mean, first run? Come on, it's pretty much why Futurama was cancelled. I mean, the DVDs sold just phenomenally well, and that's sort of <laughs> why they started looking at it to come back. You know that, and it was like possibly the greatest animated show ever made. It is great. Debate me if you will. You're really wrong. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I will. I believe Invader Zim takes that cake. No, that sorry. Fa- funny you say Invader that Zim. because we actually got to interview Richard Horvitz. Shut up, Carl. That's next week. Who is my hero? I already said that. I know. <laughs> I can't believe that we got to meet so many of our heroes. Yeah, it was. Just, <laughs> yeah. We should not be allowed to do that. Just, just, just like, come on. Wow. It's like the high point of our life. Uh, Bruce Tim as well, one of my heroes, who was the creator of. Uh, Batman the Animated Series and oh, Superman the Animated Series, Justice League. It's just... But, uh, didn't get to interview him, man. So. Oh, <laughs> no. Cool. It's incredible. You always kind of imagine, like, you know, as a kid watching these cartoons, it'd be cool to meet the people behind these the, these cartoons that you love so much and had such an impact on your lives, but you never expect to actually meet them, let alone interview them. Yeah, <laughs> Especially after your yeah. site's been up for like a whole, like maybe two weeks. I know. We, we started this website mostly just so we could get our own opinion out there and thought, hey, yeah, press pass would be nice too. Who, who knows? Maybe even interviews. And then we've got Billy West as our first interview. I mean, I wholly expected not being able to speak to anybody. I was surprised when we got the press passes, to be honest, and just like insanity. Not that we did get press yeah. passes. We got exhibitor passes. Yeah. There were, to, weren't to actually honest. press passes, but yeah. I was, I was a, a little full of myself when I first, um, you know, went to get uh, press passes. I thought, oh, I'm going to get in. Because hmm. I've, <laughs> you know, done, my site's been around for a year. You know, I've interviewed Will Arnett, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. And I thought, you know, I'm going to get interviews with the, the cast of Stargate uh, Atlantis. and Which would have been awesome. <laughs> Joe Flanagan cool. is like, Yeah, Joe so Flanagan's cool. an awesome dude. And he don't forget Alan Tudyk. He did what? Firefly. He looked at you. Uh, yeah, uh, well, actually, uh, when we were... I can see how that. I can see how that would have been the highlight of the weekend. <laughs> For a brief moment, there was a connection yeah, when, between you and when his we were, eyes. Um, upstairs, inter- interviewing, um, yeah, people oh, upstairs. Yes. In the, the, Neil um, Kaplan, Neil Kaplan the, uh, wonderful guy. Neil Kaplan in the, um, yeah, the little the celebrity the green room, room. They call it, as I'll call it, green room. Um, it yeah, was neither he, green. He came, it was neither green walked, or technically a room. It's a yeah, term, it Will. Yeah. Let let Liam talk. I just thought that <laughs> it was, was it, interesting. Let Liam talk. Joe, Joe Flanagan was walking past, and uh, he looked... He was interviewing uh, Neil Kaplan, and then he looked back at me, and um, and I gave him, like, the head up nod. Hi, how are you doing sort of nod? And he did it back. So, oh, oh. That is kind of cool. Like, yeah. I'm geeking out over that, despite its triviality. Can, what do you mean, oh, his triviality? I can actually beat that, too. No, it's triviality. Um, it's kind of like At such the, a small uh, story, but it's still kind of great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's such oh um, I just want to make a small little um, uh, correction. I said Billy West is our first interview, uh, which it technically is because my Daniel, Instrum, uh, Daniel Armstrong interview was actually um, part of a university assignment. <sighs> what? Like anybody cares about the Daniel Armstrong interview. It was, like, he's a very cool <laughs> geek, man. Yeah, but do you realize how much more impressive it is to say that Billy West was our first ever interview? And it was. I'm just pointing out I'm actually in case gonna... anyone goes, hey, wait, didn't I also interview Daniel Armstrong? I'm just correcting it. It's meant to be a minor point and then we move on. Yeah, because like the three people that were reading the site are really going to care. 
I well, like well, Neil Armstrong actually looks a little like as as a, as a member strange. of the geek press, I pride myself on being correct some of yeah, the time. Yeah, I mean, like the three people that are going to call you out are like you know. Are you even going to care what they think anyway? You're just going to tell them to shut up in the comments. Yeah, <laughs> start another flame war in uh, one of my posts, which well, admittedly is a good thing because at at I, the will sorry, will I was You're just not gonna, talking about Armageddon. Well, you know, you get to plug all yourself all the time. I was all just right, going to say go that on. for all your whoring yourself out and everything, if you actually look at the top five most popular articles, they're all written by me. Oh, will my heart just been torn out? <laughs> <laughs> you know it's good. <laughs> actually, um. There's a funny little thing with the exhibitor passes because there weren't actually press passes. Press just got exhibitor press passes. We were pretty much the only press there. Yeah, that was weird. I didn't. Yeah. I just like I saw a couple. Of, I saw a couple of other people with cameras. Yeah, while we were interviewing but... Neil Kaplan, there was a TV group with much better equipment than we had. Not that not that your camera wasn't bad, Liam. That was very cool. But they actually had. They had um, lights. They, they they had lights. They made us look bad. <laughs> they just yeah. had a professional setup. Um, their t- name tag um, said Pop, so I'm guessing it's like the name of the show. I forgot to ask them, but if anyone out there knows of Pop or a similar pop. word, Pappy. you know, whoever, <laughs> in joke, whoever, if anyone knows what TV show was covering Armageddon, please tell us so we can put a link because it'd be cool to check out what these guys yeah. did. Liam and Kyle yeah. st- stood right behind their shot, setting up the camera for like the entire, like nearly their entire interview with the, uh, with the other uh, guy who organized no, the we event. No, we were out of their shot. I no. went, I went over them yeah. and checked. No, you went up and checked after you'd like been in the way the entire time, and then when they were like packing they, up, they, you went over and checked. They weren't shooting; they were setting up. Dude, yeah. I was like, st- oh, well, this, they were this is a trivial me. point. Um, my other thing I want to talk about uh, is that there were the only other press people were Armageddon staff members shooting a DVD. Yeah, I mean, I saw a couple of people around with, like, a camera and stuff, but they just were interviewing cosplayers. It was almost like they'd just shown up with a camera and just... Yeah, I, mean, they, I think those were just... And after the cosplay contest, I, I can't were. imagine why you would ever want to interview the cosplayers. The cosplay contest was cool. Some of them were a bit into their character. The yellow gimp. <laughs> <laughs> the Some were into their character, but most of them were just cool and, like, in a cute costume. Yeah. Yeah, until... Uh, like well, Indiana Jones, uh, both, Batgirl. Both, no, no, no. Both of you guys missed the uh, the Naruto. Like it was like I don't know. There were characters from Naruto or something, and the it just essentially with the they had like a skit. No, 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 no. They had a skit prepared. The two of them, and oh my god, they went on for like ten minutes, and it was honestly like. Did, did you listen to what? Did you listen No comment. Nice no, on the internet. no, dude, no. I kid you not. This was just beyond. Like, this was lamer than like the the girl. <laughs> There's a girl dressed as Sephiroth, um, and yeah, she was really into her character. To and her she was, credit, it was a good costume, and it, that sword was just really impressive. It wasn't. It was a, the, it, there was the full length in the video game, which is about like a nine foot long sword. Okay, yeah, it wasn't a bad costume, but there are some people who just shouldn't dress as Sephiroth. Okay, so Period. she was a bit heavy to be Sephiroth and <laughs> the wrong gender. Yeah, but but my point is, she was really into her character, and she seemed to be quoting things that just made no sense for him. Like she should have switched uh, costumes with the big giant gimp. Yeah. <laughs> That would just be, be even just like more I disturbing. Breasts, I would point out. <laughs> yeah. <is> just... <laughs> Someone... <laughs> You're in a gimp suit. That's odd enough. But why the fuck? So, Someone Appar- wrote a comment. Apparently, the yellow gimp at Armageddon was um, a comic book character, and they showed up on the yeah. screen. And during the cosplay competition, they showed up the <laughs> images of like the character. Girls. Yeah, it didn't look like the was character. Was cat girl or something? And the guy... I actually yeah, kind of some felt kind sorry of for him. Character. I actually like, felt sorry for him, because I think maybe if we'd seen the proper picture that he wanted to show us, it would have made a little more sense. But, I mean, the dude walked around in a gimp costume with fake boobs for the entire day. I mean, it's hard to feel sorry for someone like that at all. Jeez. I hope you had a car, I'll point out. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You're so understanding. It just... Oh, my well, God. Most, mostly because he got kind of a hard time when he got off. I mean, he, he brought it upon himself, but he kind of freaked out a little bit. It's not yeah, nice to see someone freak out. <laughs> it was disturbing, but I don't know. Yeah. Is, I, I guess it's a fellow geek, so we should probably show some respect. But, I mean, I suppose... if if Sorry, if we're talking about the, uh, the geek... I'll um, sorry. Him as a gym, but not a geek. Yeah, if we're talking about the cosplay contest, I I do have one gripe, 
And if anyone who was Jeez, at why the... there's so many gripes? It was an awesome no, no, weekend. No, 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 no. This is a this is an actual gripe. I mean, okay, go on. The uh, there were these two kids that entered the contest, and they were like, oh yeah. The only word is adorable because it's like honest to God, and I did. That's not a word I would regularly use, but I mean, it was this this little girl dressed up as Batgirl, and this kid dressed up as Robin, oh, and like your so dad cool. had made the costumes, and it was really like you know really kind of awesome. <laughs> and anyway. Like, some dude who'd spent, like, five years on his costume won. And it was, like, a Wii. It was, like, a Wii. And it's kind of, like, I don't know. I just wish the kids had got it. Who was it? Indiana Jones, yeah? Yeah. I mean, it was a cool costume. It was a really good costume. Yeah, but Very accurate. I know, but he... could use the whip as well. I know, but he... Use his whip. He spent five years... on stage. He could whip it good. He spent five (laughs) years working on the costume. Like, I mean, chances are he's going to be at the next event. Yeah. Like, He's probably won, I just like, wish, four this year already at different like, events. Exactly. It was just like, come on, give it to the kids. It would have made their day. Like, it just sucked. You know, you know what made their day, Will? Hearing you talking about them on the podcast. That yeah. makes their I mean, day right there. I'm sure I'm sure there's, like, six-year-old kids who listen to this podcast that has the explicit tag. Hey, you know... <laughs> and, and me screaming at it's, my little brother. It's the internet. They could. They could. Anyway. Well, if you guys could get this on the... Uh, the front page of the Armageddon Expo yeah. page. Well, I yeah. just email them and they'll put it on. Yeah, well, that's put, another indicator. Well, they put our front page on the site. So. Yeah, that's another mm-hmm. indicator of how um few how little of press coverage um there was because there's us and there's a few other blogs. I should check out those blogs, actually. Yeah, it's also like um WordPress the blogs blog. and shit like that. Yeah. yeah. Not oh, that yeah, they're bad, but... <laughs> not that they're bad, yeah. but... It's just kind of like weird that there's sort of no actual sites. Yeah, nothing major. Yeah, yeah. They're all just personal blogs. I, I was surprised as yeah. well. I thought there'd be more, you know, sites like ours, but there's yeah. just like personal blogs and like Flickr pages and. Hmm. And the, the Herald yeah. Sun and Whatever. the Age both wrote an article um, before uh, Armageddon. Uh, they hadn't. Each one had an interview, I think, with Alan Tudyk and Billy West, but they Bastards. didn't have anything covering. Um, the event that was just saying, "Hey, this is coming up," and here's, yeah. a, here's a brief interview. It was a really short. Article Here are both some people. Papers. Yeah. So they, they kind of announced it, but they didn't cover the event. Yeah. Alan Tudyk looked at me as well. I will point out when I was filming. Uh, his, this happened on a Sunday, but I'll say it anyway. Um, <laughs> we are so geeky. I love it. He looks We're at you. We're fanboys. You never wash your eyeballs middle, again. I was in the middle of the of the audience in the panel, and I'm filming it. Obviously, I got the camera on the stand and everything. And there's a bit in the. Uh, the video, which you'll be able to watch <laughs> on the site later this week, Space and uh, space you and um, <laughs> as bad as he, us, he, eh? he's introducing a behind-the-scenes clip for Flatfly that no one else has ever seen. Yeah, that and, was incredible. Uh, that was <laughs> so fun. It wasn't Me, that good. And he goes, and he goes it was cool. Is there any cameras? It. Can you please turn them off? Is that one there? And he points straight at me, and. Uh, so I was like, oh my god, then I turned my camera off. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole... He showed us um, just a video he shot on the set of Firefly. And because it wasn't, you know, properly done, he didn't get permission from anyone, he couldn't show it um, outside that room pretty much but it had because of the legality issues. So he asked everyone to turn their video camera off so it wouldn't end up on YouTube. Although... And everyone did. I love it that the fans have such respect for that. It's just... Although the thing I did find interesting about that was... That he mentioned that there are chances of a new Firefly uh, special edition set coming yeah, out. Yeah, there's a special edition coming out of Firefly. Not chances, yeah. it's been released. Oh, has it? Yeah. Oh, cool. He held yeah, the box yeah, up. Definitely. Oh, did he? I, yeah. I didn't hang around for the whole thing. Cause, oh, know. really? Okay. Yeah, because we were interviewing Billy yeah. West. <laughs> <laughs> he did but, also um, say there's chances of another movie, but yeah, nothing definite. Anyway, I don't care about Firefly anymore. Bring me more Farscape, oh, please. <laughs> Farscape, can't please. Can't show it to you, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, the video involved... Uh, him uh, introducing the show to his family and friends that were going to watch it when it first premiered. Waking and, Havoc. Uh, yeah, and um, he, he, he uh, it was basically him going around the set talking with uh, Nathan Fillion and Adam Baldwin and a bunch of uh, organized like little skits they did. Yeah. And it was actually extremely funny. I was surprised that they hadn't put it on any <laughs> DVDs already. So, well, yeah, um, the, the, be... the said legal issues. Although, I guess they could um, use the clips where it was no extras, just the main actors. Like, yeah. the funniest yeah, bit right. was probably when um, the ca- the actor who played Jane um, is Adam starts, starts throwing... Adam, oh, thank you. I'm glad you know that. Um, <laughs> starts throwing tissues. 
Yep. Oh, yes. That was funny at the end, yeah. This is just like, right. we're discussing a video that people might never see, so yeah, let's just I know. move on, because we're running out of time, and we've got another interview to play. All right. Um, um, I, I, do we want to talk get, talk about the interview, or is there anything else we want to talk about? Yeah, I was going to talk well, about let's Fastgate, talk about let's, but... t- let's talk about Hellgate London. Right now? Oh, yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's a post on the website. People can see it. That's about it. Um, no, you... I, mean, I, meant the, I meant the figurines. And, yeah, that's uh, what and I the said. look of Hellgate. That's what I said. I just posted it. Okay. Um, Kyle doesn't like oh, it. Yeah. I like it. No, no, no I, I don't, I don't dislike it. It's, I, it's, it's kind of cool, but it's kind of generic, but I'm judging way too early. It could be a cool yeah. game, but I'm not much of an RPG fan. M-M-O-R-P-G. You don't have to play it online, though. I think it's... It's a... It's done like Diablo 2 in the style where you can play it online and it can be like an MMORPG, but otherwise it's just an RPG. Yeah, I'm so, guessing it yeah. might be like Crackdown where you can play by yourself, but you can also play with other people and advance your single-player game. But that's just me guessing. Yeah, well... I think it's probably going to be... Yeah, it's probably going to be like that. Um, it's guys yeah. who did Diablo 2. I mean, it's probably... I'm probably going to be wrong here, but I'd say probably Diablo 2 was the first really major um, sort of step towards the MMORPG because that was the sort uh, of game... Ultima Online. Yeah, well, see, I told you I was wrong. <laughs> it was the first good one. How about that? The first yeah. good online game that wasn't well, a first-person shooter. I never played Diablo 2 online, actually. I only played a single player. I played a little bit until I got caught in some weird glitch that made my quests get all stuck and I couldn't do anything. And I ended Same up with months. Yeah. <laughs> I had the same problem in Sacred as well, which is a very similar game. It's Isn't that, that free now? That same you guys have to pay for that, and that's free now. That's cool. Sacred. Yeah, yeah I think it's free. They're coming out with number two soon, actually, too. Ah, okay. I well, I mean, conversation. Well, you can just pump out... M- <sighs> I'm so sick of MMOs. Like, Yeah, oh I've never found an MMO I liked. I mean, it's just like kind of like... I mean, there's one... Well, there's one division of Sony that just pump out MMOs like every really? year, like three yes, a year. Because even if they bomb, like even yeah, if they you bomb, yeah, still get subscription money. Yeah, and they still make their money back. <laughs> and it's wow. just not well, good. What do you it's guys think of uh, Fury? Because I mean, that's that's pr- going to be the biggest uh, Australian game I, ever made. I haven't been paying like... attention. Actually. Bioshock. Yeah. I'm sorry, Bioshock. Uh, Bioshock was a collaboration between um, Boston yeah. and. Uh, yeah, and I Brisbane, think, Canberra, and I think I think Australia did the PC version, which was apparently pretty gimped. So, yeah, but not exactly sure about that. Anyway, I think think Fury is is pretty much completely Australian owned. Yeah, made. it is. Yeah, it um, it's been Oran, developed by Oran. But yeah. um, and if it fails, then we're screwed. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think it'll fail. Suck. I don't so think it'll fail. Go out and buy a copy of Fury just to ensure that Oran can you know keep <laughs> making games. I don't think it'll yep. bomb. It's it certainly looks interesting enough, and it's got sort of enough of the hype behind it now that people are at least going to check it out. But yeah, it's not my cup of tea. I don't want to play an MMO at all. Well, I, if I'm going to play well, an it... RPG, I'd rather just play one, like you know, by myself with a good story, like a Final Fantasy or something like that. Like, that's the Old Republic. Love that game. Yeah, I that's can't wait cool. for Mass Effect. I think Neil Mass did some voices in Knights of the Old gonna Republic. It's going to be up there at the top of this year. So. Yeah, but hey, but, um, um, we're we're quickly yeah. running out of time here. So if you got something, just cover it quickly because. Well, let, let's lead into the interview. Um, our second interview uh, was was with with uh, Gus Sarola, who plays Simmons in Red vs. Blue, uh, which is a fantastic series, which is um, using the Halo uh, game engine um, as a way of constructing. Uh, funny, yeah, machinima is what it's called, where, where they construct funny uh, videos. It's kind of Seinfeld in space, but set in the Halo universe. Yeah, it's uh, just just YouTube it. I think we got a few links on the website. I mean, they're essentially responsible for machinima, really. Yeah, they're pretty much yeah. and and the theater mode the in Halo Three. Yeah, it's pretty much the yeah. machinima out there. It's a wonderful, wonderful, funny show. It's machinima that's good in the sense that the writing is good. Unlike most, yeah, it is. It was it's great. A, it's just it's just a good show. I mean, I, mean, I haven't, I've seen it like maybe once or twice, and apparently it's much funnier if you watch them in order. Yeah, there's but, a lot of story jokes. You need to watch the plot to understand. Yeah, that humor. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can get it some of that though. Starting, starting to become part of popular culture now too. Like, yeah, um, the the links ads with bounce, like, like, wow, like wow. Other shows like 
Well, Don't do that again, yeah. please. <laughs> it's not even. It's not even yeah. like. It's a turn off when the women do yeah, it on the like ad. It's just like. When like you do it, it's just. That. When I do yeah. it, it's just damn um, sexy. No, when you do it, it just. <laughs> anyway, it yeah. was great to meet um, the the Rooster Teeth guys and talk with Gus. Uh, it wasn't like they had much else to do. Well, yeah, because they had no merchandise, so I was kind of hanging around in the empty booth. It all got uh, lost with, by with UPS. Their, with their laptop playing um, Halo, I mean, playing Red vs. Blue. But yeah, they're really That's cool guys, sad. and I love their work. <laughs> really sucked for them, but, you know. Yeah. Um, also, later this week, I'll, I'll probably put the video up on spacemeet.com.au. Another plug. <laughs> and yeah, that'll have the full video, but it's the same interview, so... Yeah, can listen to it now or watch it later. Oh, well, yeah, let's so. listen to it now. Gus Sorolla. It's about, it's about 17 minutes if you particularly feel like skipping over it. But... No, it's 10 minutes. Is it? Yeah. Oh, it's 10 minutes. Okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, we've got a little and bit you, more time than I thought. Why would you skip over it? He's a great guy. Because you're a douchebag? I don't know. <laughs> let's go. Come on. Your ability to speak is bad. Let's listen to Gus Sorolla. Red versus blue. All right. Um, first question is obvious. Is, is um, going to be an obvious one, but I just want to have it on for the record. Um, what happened to all your merchandise? Well, all of our merchandise got uh, lost in shipping, apparently. So uh, we're just hanging out, sitting here in the booth. Nice. Um, so, uh, at the start of creating Red vs. Blue, were you, you guys Halo fanboys playing yeah. the game? Yeah, for sure. I mean, the whole reason we chose Halo like to work with when we started making the series was we all used to play it so much, we all already owned copies of it, and we all had Xboxes, and we knew yeah. the game inside and out, so it just made sense that that would be the game we would work with. Excellent. I think we had been looking forward to it, like, even before it came out, you know, we'd been following the development cycle and just really waiting for it. So, you've, the show's stopped here, you've, you've gone to 100 episodes and that's it, yeah? Yeah, we decided to end the serial nature of the storyline at 100 episodes. We're going to continue doing some uh, work, but it'll be like individual episodes and like standalone pieces. Okay, so like the, um, the real life versus the internet thing. Exactly, more like PSAs and just one-off funny things. Alright, that's cool. It's good to see the show's still going. Um, so, you, are you going to be working in Halo 3 now? Yeah, for sure. We've been doing some experimenting, trying to see you know, how we would get things done. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll be doing some stuff in Halo Three. Excellent. Um, just, just for the—I know I've already asked you, but again, just for the record, um, what what character do you play in Red vs. Blue? Uh, you know, my name is Gus Sirola, and I do the voice of Dick Simmons, cool. who's uh, the maroon uh, maroon private on the red team. Mind just doing a few lines in, in character? Uh, sure. Are there any uh, that you like in particular? Um, How about like, oh, you backstabbing cockbite? <laughs> or that's an excellent idea, sir. Awesome. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's a suck-up, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Sorry, I'm not familiar with the character names. I'm just familiar with the character yeah, types. Just, no, that's fine. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the kiss-ass. Nice. So, um, who, who's, who comes up with... Who writes this, anyway? Who's, who's the, who's well, almost all writer? of the writing is done by Bernie, who does the voice of Church. Yeah. And, uh, you know, normally when he does, he's finished with the script, he'll show it to all of us, and if we have any input, we'll let him know. But for the most part, you know, what he writes is it's awesome. spot on every time. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and what about the creation? What about the creation process? Is is that a bunch of you guys uh, in front of an Xbox compute controllers or something a bit more more of a technical no. setup? No, it's it's pretty it's pretty straightforward. You know, it's just we have four Xbox. We use Xbox 360s, so we just have four Xbox 360s hooked up using System Link, yeah. and we all you know sit around with different controllers and act it out. Nice. Really, you, really to film an episode, you only really need like two people, uh, and then sometimes for when when there's more people on screen, we'll get a third. So, so when it's um, the character talking, is it always the person, the the actor, the voice actor playing the character in the game? No, almost all of the all of all of the acting or the puppeteering is done by either Jeff, who does the voice of Griff, or me. So we do we do all of it. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of another question now. Um, yeah, you, you mentioned um, that you're doing something, another series with Fear. Is that also going to be a comedy? Uh, yeah, well, we had uh, a short mini-series that we did already called Panics that was based on the Fear game. Yeah. And there was like a four-episode uh, mini-series, which was like horror comedy. Cool. And uh, we're hoping, you know, we're going to start hoping to do some more work with Panics, you know, with, when the new Fear game comes out. And, uh, you know, well, I'm sure you'll see it'll stick to the same genre, like horror slash comedy. Excellent. 
Uh, do you also, do you or any of the other Rooster Teeth um, guys work on, um, you know, anything outside Makimana? Actually, am I saying it? How do you say Makimana? That's uh, Machinima. I think it depends on who you ask. Some people say Machinima. Yeah. Some people say Machinima. Okay. So, whichever you like. Um, no, I mean, we, we, this is our full-time job working at Rooster Teeth and uh, doing this stuff. So we we work in video games for a living. So this actually pays the bills, does it? When, when we have merchandise to sell, yes, it does. Yes. Well, but it wouldn't it wouldn't have started off as your full time job. Uh, no. Well, at the time when we started, uh, I was unemployed. I had quit my job, and I, I was living with my parents. I wasn't doing anything. Living the video game dream. Yeah, I was I was playing video games all day long and not working. Great. Um, also, a bit of a tangent, but um, did you play Bioshock, and what do you think as, a, as an FPS? I played a lot of Bioshock. You know, I finished it, and I think it's it's a good game. I don't think it's necessary. Well, I think it's a great game. It's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, there were so many good things about it, uh, but I think it received too much accolade, if that makes sense. I yeah, think people yeah. people gave it too many perfect scores. And while I thought it was a fantastic game, I don't know if I'd give it a perfect score. Yeah, it's definitely not a perfect game. Yeah, but you- I mean, it was beautiful. The art direction was awesome. Yeah, the nice. the the feeling and the overall like sound was incredible. Yes, design. Yeah, I mean it was it was really really immersive. It was really a fantastic game. Well, do you feel the same way about Halo, where there's lots of ten out of ten scores for that? Yeah, I mean Halo Three totally blew me away. Like we had had a chance to play it quite a bit, you know, going to Bungie. You know, we had been doing some work with them for a while, but we had never seen the campaign. And then playing through it was just fantastic. I feel like the score was easily the best of the three, like yeah. music-wise, the music direction. Um, the story is great. I'm really glad to see it all wrap up so well. But I mean, like with 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 um, Bioshock, where it's it's a great game, but still has a lot of flaws and probably isn't deserving a perfect score. Do you think Halo Three is deserving a perfect score? As much as I hate to say it, probably not. You know, I, I don't know if I don't know if any perfect game exists. Oh, but yeah, those those, right. those two games are probably about as close to perfect as you as you can get right now. Yeah. Yeah. So would Halo Three rank as your favorite game of all time? That's a tough question. It's my favorite game right now. It's my favorite game this year, all time. I don't. I can't think of a game I like better. Yeah. But I don't know. That's a tough question. I have to think about it for a while. Fair enough. Um, oh, I'm going blank on my last question. Um, ask an, I'll ask another question. And come back to that one. Uh, yeah, are you, are you working on anything live action or any other form of animation? Yeah, well, we, uh, we're working on, we're definitely trying to pr- develop some live action stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, where we have a couple of H- high definition cameras that we have already that we're doing a lot of test shooting with. We have a high definition camera on order that we want to shoot with. Uh, but we don't get that till May 2008, so we're probably going to wait till May before we uh, do anything. Um, then animation—we've toyed around with some animation stuff. Um, it's just tough to get done. Nothing that's ever been shown publicly. Yeah, like just trying to uh, like find people to do work with, and it just hasn't worked out yet. But we want to. Billy West and Richard Horvitz are here, so. Yeah, well, we're looking, you know, we're, I'm, I'm a huge, huge fan of those guys. Yes. But we're, we're trying to find people to actually, you know, do the animation. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the hard part. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I keep going blank on this question. It's so annoying. Um, oh, that's it. Uh, your comedy, I, it's been just self-described as, uh, was it, Seinfeld in the Halo universe. Is that... Your comedy influence, or uh, where's the influences comedy wise? It, it, it's tough to say. Uh, well, I think what we said was it's like Seinfeld in space. Yeah, that's. Um, it, it's 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 weird. I don't know. It's I guess it's a combination of growing up when we did. You know, it's all this like pop culture that we grew up with, like boiling in the back of your mind. That just like you don't know. I don't know necessarily where any of the influences come from. But when I see them, I'm like, oh yeah, I guess that kind of influenced me in a weird way. Or just it's it's weird. Um. One final question. Gotta think of a final question. Uh, I don't know, have you got anything going on that you want to plug? Uh, I'd love to plug merchandise at our booth, but we don't have any, so uh, I guess just keep checking out the website. We're gonna have new stuff very soon. Don't you know, don't give up on us. Don't think we we don't think we're done and we're and that's it. We we definitely have a lot more to do. No, definitely not. I've just gotten into reading the comic book. Yeah. Actually who uh, who who draws the uh, cartoons? The person who draws our comic is a guy by the name of Luke McKay. Yeah. He's a person that we found through our community website and we saw he was doing fan art that we really liked, so we hired him on.
on to uh, to do our co- our web comic. Nice. Oh, sorry, I do actually have one more question. That's not the end. Um, you said you've got some sort of relationship with Bungie. Did you approach Bungie, or did they get an interest in? Did they find out about you and want to contact you? Uh, they contacted us. I think they fa- they found the website like after we put the second episode online. Second episode. Yeah, they found it really early, and they said they thought it was great, and they really wanted to you know to help us to make sure that we kept doing things right and that we could continue doing it. And they've been fantastic to work with. So, so what exactly? What's the relationship? Do you do you get to preview game the the game or yeah. do they, what do they do? Um, a lot of things. I mean, first of all, they let us do what we do. They let us make the DVDs and the videos and yes. and sell them. Uh, but they're super cool. You know, when Halo Three was in development, we went up there on a fairly regular basis, and they let us play the game. Not campaign. Yes. You want to keep that a secret, but we could play multiplayer and, and just hang out with them. You know, see the stuff they were working on. And they're really, really the greatest game company in the world. All right, uh, I'll wrap it up there and let you get back to, you know, checking out the expo. Uh, Thanks very much. Thank you. It was a good time. Appreciate it. Cool. Thank you very much. So awesome. I love that show. Did I say that already? It's a little weird coming back from his interviews. Yeah, it's kind of like, and we're back. It just breaks the stream. (laughs) Yeah. You um, should just say that. I've been. been I hope this isn't too inconsistent. (laughs) Um, for listeners, because this personally, this feels like really awkward. So hopefully, listening wise, it's not yeah. as awkward as it feels for us. I'll be angry in next episode. It'll be funnier. Yeah, I know. Um, I I got really angry before, Will, and that was kind of funny. But he also did end up getting really quite mushy over the Batman kids, which is they deserve to win. Damn it, Will Will. Jeez, way to peek. You're gonna hurt our listeners' ears. <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> Will can be a nice person when he wants to be. When yeah, he wants when a, to be here. Yeah. I'm have good a cop right now. A ki- the kid should get a Wii. What the fuck is Indiana Jones <laughs> guy going to do with it? He's going to play like Legend of Zelda and that'll be it. Oh, did they win a Wii? Yeah, they won a Wii. The prize was a Wii. Oh, that's really cool. That's why the kids... No, the kids didn't win the Wii. The Indiana Jones guy won the Wii. He's like 25. What the fuck is he going to do with a Wii? Yeah, that, I, oh, then I agree. <laughs> the kids would love the Wii. That would have been great. Exactly. It was like the perfect thing for him. Yeah, if that 25-year-old guy can afford... No screwing kids, please. (laughs) I'm sorry, no screwing kids, please. (laughs) What are you talking about, Will? Jeez. Yeah, that guy could probably afford to buy his own Wii, so... Yeah, I I mean, if he bought, like, several of his own replicas of the uh, Indiana Jones... Yeah, he actually ordered that whip to be custom-made. Dude, fuck the cosplayers. Let's continue. What are you talking about, Red vs. Blue? We just had an interview, and we're talking about fucking cosplayers. What's wrong with cosplayers, man? Chris Furness is a cosplayer. It's completely irrelevant, and we just talked about it before. So can you please Some just... Like, Will, just Will, you're people. getting angry again. Yeah, I know. Think of a happy place. Shut up and just talk about Red versus Blue. Because I didn't listen to the yeah. interview. So. <laughs> we were going to keep that a secret, but now it's all out there. Yeah, well... Um, not much to say apart from... I really like the show and Gus Sarola is great. <laughs> Liam? Um, yeah, the show's great. Um, he was great too. And um, oh, I will point out at one point during the... Um, the uh, you'll see, not really see, but um, the lead singer of Wolf Mother actually stands behind um, behind you guys as you're interviewing him, and uh, I, I sort of freaked out a little bit when the, I saw him. The lead singer of Wolf Mother. <laughs> okay, was he a guest or I'm was he it hard to care? Li- Will shut up! I, I, you're I being have no stupid. idea. He was just there, and he was and, and he's just walking the floor, uh, checking stuff out. And so um, he was a guest. He, he was a get photos and stuff. Just an attendee. Just an attendee. Um, yeah. You would have heard about it if it was know. on the thing. Seriously, um, there was there was an expo guy, um, one of the orange shirt guys, walking around with him. So he might have been a, 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 a speaker there. But um, as far mm-hmm. as I know, he was just checking stuff out. I didn't see him on the, the list of uh, itinerary. Yeah, me neither. I'm thinking that's really weird, seeing as the only other music person I think was um, an <laughs> Australian Idol winner. <laughs> if you, no, thank if you. you had no, Wolf Mother there, then um, yeah. Actually, I didn't see the Australian Idol guy. What 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 did he do? Probably nothing. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, what what did he do? <laughs> what did he do to get on Australia? Fuck Australian Idol. Move will, on. Will Will you move on? Cynical. I'm, I'm getting it. It's a happy place. I'm the host, such... and you have to do what I say. It's such a happy move place. Move on, please. <laughs> nothing okay. to see here. Okay, we'll move on. We um just briefly before we have to wrap up, let's talk a little bit about the orange no, box. No, we got we got about seven minutes or so. Oh, okay. Good. Can we talk about the orange box for a bit then? Yeah, I suppose. Awesome. Okay. That's something I can get in on. That's cool. 
Orange Box is released tomorrow. I think it might also already be available it's on, on Steam. Steam now. It's on yeah? Steam now. Wonderful. Okay, you can buy it on Steam now. Or and of you course, can... sorry, Carl well, says tomorrow. Can I make my introduction. Well, you said tomorrow, but by the time this comes out, it'll be today. Oh, yeah, good point. It's out today. <laughs> we're in a time machine but and it was we're out speaking from the past Steam. but it's out today but it was out technically it's past 12 so <laughs> Jesus did you just die? <laughs> okay okay but it's not going to be out on the PlayStation 3 until November 1st which, uh, which is the same release day as which um, sucks for PS3 because I really need something yeah I don't know why yeah. the PS3 get it, gets it later it's something to do with the memory um, they find it difficult to program from the memory Okay. That's why that's why you see a lot of games where there's like three sixty ones and uh the frame rate on the three sixty seems to be higher. It's it's apparently something to do with the the way it processes memory. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, um, something about ages. Boring technical specs. Yeah, let's no one, talk about the orange. No one besides box. me the, cares about the inside this box of orange is um Half Life Two. <laughs> <laughs> so lame. Uh, is Half Life Two, um Half Life Two Episode One, Half Life Two Episode Two uh, Team Fortress and Portal. Although, um, as a bit of a interesting retcon, Valve have started referring to the episodes as Half-Life 3, Episode 1, Half-Life 3, Episode 2, and so on. Yeah, because... That's lame. Because they realise that it's not actually episodic, they're just sort of releasing a uh, expansion pack yeah. over, over like six months. Mm. One every six months. Like, episodic is Sam and Max, where it comes out every month, on the month, on time, and it's fucking awesome. When's that coming out, by the way? It's coming, uh, out, it's soon. coming out this spring, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Which... Oh I said God. awesome like I, eight I times in the last sentence. It's another Sam Max just around the corner. It's going to be great. Um, but yeah, Orange Box is quite cool. Um, <laughs> except there is one little, little weird thing. Uh, I already own Half-Life and Half-Life Episode 1. And I think you do too, Liam, yeah? Um, you'll, you'll be right. I think they're releasing a pack that just has Episode 2 and uh, the two extra games. Uh, I forget what they are right now. Oh, nice. Uh, Portal and... Thing. So you'll be alright. I can get but, in on that um, action. Yeah, I'm I'm screwed because I've only got a Half Life Two, and there's no pack which includes Episode One, Two, and the extra games. So basically, I'll have to buy Episode One separately for about twenty bucks, and then get the same pack as you. Yeah. So so I can't get a pack that gets me a good deal. Basically. Oh. There is <laughs> there sucks. is one little thing though. Um, if you buy. Um, the game, if you buy the entire pack and you already have some of those games, then you can actually give them away to um, other people on Steam. Oh, you have to be kidding me. Yeah, but what, what's wrong with that? that? No, 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 that's awesome because I don't have Half-Life 2. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I could never... buy the whole pack and I could give you Half-Life 2 and Half-Life 2 Episode 1. Because I like borrowed it from someone when it came out and played it and I didn't... Yeah, so I don't have a copy of Half-Life 2. So if anybody buys the orange box and already has it, <laughs> please, just give me Half-Life 2. I've already had a friend say that to me, like going, yeah, you should buy the orange box. Too and then bad. Like, like, you know, Too bad. I supersede whatever your stupid friend says. Oh, <laughs> uh, Will, why are you so angry? We got to meet so many awesome people. Yeah. And now what have I got to look forward to in my life? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Go slit your wrist. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, Good to meet awesome people. But yeah, team... Also, I haven't slept in like three days. <laughs> oh, boo-hoo. Yeah, Team Fortress especially has got me very excited because of those uh, animation shorts that they've been producing leading up to it. Oh, with that beautiful, hilarious. beautiful animation. It's just... Wow. Yeah. Um, well, we're running short on time now. Can so I... there is... No, you can't because there is one more thing I wanted to bring up. Okay. And it, trumps, it, it trumps anything because this is so oh, epic. Really? No, this is so epic. You... If oh. you survive, oh. if you survive seeing the clip from this game, then yeah, I'm, I'll be impressed. Um, a trailer hit today, which is Wednesday. Will you know. you're drawing this out? I know, and I love it. I know, I'm making them wait because you know if they haven't heard about this, I then... got to meet, meet a lot of my idols over the weekend. Shut up. There's one idol Shut I've up. not yet met. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A, uh, a trailer for Tim Schafer's new game, Brutal oh, Legend. Shut up, dude! I'm backing you up! Yeah, but you're just fucking adding nothing to it, and you're just I'm like running Chris over the Tucker top. I'm Jackie Chan. Yeah, and Chris <laughs> Tucker is a fucking annoyance in that movie. I don't care what you say. Chris Tucker is All those movies suck anyway, especially the third oh, one. Oh, come on. Yeah. Chris Tucker's pretty cool. Shut up. Anyway. Chris Tucker seen... is good in one movie. It's called Friday. Everything else he does is sucks. <laughs> what about Fifth Element? Shh. Shh. Be quiet. Oh, Every... yes. Uh, you're right. Sorry. Silence! Uh, 
Okay, Tim Schafer's new game. Who gives a fuck we'll... about like eighty sci-fi film? Tim Schafer's new game. It's fucking like based on metal. It's got Jack Black in it in some description. Like yet to find out what. But I mean, they've released a He's couple. He's the main of, character. Yeah, but they've released a couple of tracks from the game, and it's like Jack Black music. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah, go and watch the trailer now. It's on the um at the moment. It's on the front page of Destructoid. I'm sure you can find it on Kotaku. Basically, well, it'll any be other a link in our show notes. Show notes. Yeah, basically anywhere. I'll probably post yeah, it on our I own page because I'll probably post it on our own page because it's just oh my god, seriously. And just to give a bit of background history, Tim Schafer is an adventure gaming god. Um, god in a, general. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's um, was one of the many um, great designers uh, at LucasArts during the you know the eighties and nineties when they were making great adventure games. He worked on uh, Day of the Tentacle. Full Throttle um, and Grim Fandango, which are just some of the greatest adventure games ever created. Um, then he went on Love. to create his own company, Double Fine, and he created um, Psychonauts with, um, on a side note, so, uh, the lead character of Psychonauts, Raz, was voiced by Richard Horvitz, who was also at Armageddon. What? I love Richard Horvitz. He's, he's a great voice actor. You're going to keep plugging Richard Horvitz the whole way through the fucking podcast. I do. He's on next week. And... and uh, Yes. By the way, that, that was me hitting my head against my <laughs> Yes, <phone>. that banging <laughs> sound. Um, and so, yeah, this is this is Double Fine's second game. And Jack Black is, of course, uh, you know, comedian. He's, he's in a few films, uh, School of Rock, uh, Natural Libre. And he also has uh, his metal comedy band, Tenacious D, with Kyle. Which, and also, who rock, by the way. Yeah, don't, I really like them. Like, don't worry if you don't like him as a comedy writer, though, because, trust me, Tim Schafer... Playing through Psychonauts, I've never laughed so hard at a game. Yeah, and Tim well, Schafer's got a great sense of comedy. Yeah, I mean, it's just... And a great sense of rock if you've played perfect. Full Throttle. Um, but anyway, we're yeah. pretty much out of time. Sure. Wait, wait, there's always time to just, no, cause just fawn over Tim Schafer. Okay, yeah, but I mean, Tim Schafer's awesome, but we're, we're honestly out of time. We're running over time already. Can, can I just so. say one thing? The trailer has so much metal, it's unbelievable. Well, yeah, Battle axes, a- women, cars, explosions, giant... Demons and like blood. eight guys getting cut in half in one it's stroke. Just, <laughs> I should just... clarify. Um, Jack Black plays the lead character. The lead carrot was that <laughs> the lead <laughs> carrot? Does anyone know what you're going to be doing in this game though? Apart from um, being awesome, not yet. No, having I don't fun. Know what the gameplay or anything is, but uh, I do. From the trailer, you can see that he's given some kind of devil rock powers or something. Yeah, yeah. There's probably going to be some sort of combat. I hope he. I hope he. I hope he doesn't do another platformer, just because Psychonauts was a good game, not particularly outstanding platformer, but I'd just like to see him do something else, maybe, because uh, I'm not that big a fan of platformers at all. I love yeah. my platformers, just... 2D platformers, Psycho- yeah. But Psychonauts wasn't the best platformer, but the, the, the world around it just made it worthwhile. Fuck 3D platformers. I love my 3D thinking, platformers. Ratchet and Clank. I think it's going to be like a, a, a comedic version of uh, God of War. <laughs> That's yeah, it it, I'm thinking. Yeah, maybe God of War meets Full Throttle, something like yeah. that. It'll and, be awesome. At any rate, we're we're over time. We've really got to wrap it up. Um, Do we? Can we just keep talking? Shut up, Kyle, or I'm just going to turn your mic off. <laughs> anyway, I'd like you to. You can't. Thank, there is no switch. I would like to thank Liam joining us joining us via Skype, which is the first time we've tried it. Which is probably why some of our audio was a little bit uh, lower quality than last week. Yeah. It took us two hours to set this up. Yeah. um, Literally did. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah, big big thanks to you. Um, Plug your site Uh, again, dude. It was great fun. Um, I'm from spacemeet.com.au. What does your site do? um, Basically, we we cover lots of geeky stuff, just like candygeek.com, but um, we do uh, reviews on movies, music, uh, technology, though we haven't done any yet. (laughs) <laughs> and um and your video games. So yeah, it's um yeah, it's a great site. You should go there now. I think I will just stay there. Not, well don't go just right don't go right now because you'll miss the end song. Yes, we've got um, oh, yes. an end song coming up. I got a song by um this week I got a song by Anna Managuchi. Um it's called Helix Nebula. They're a band that's basically well, they were so good that they got kicked out of England for being too good. Yeah, tell that story. No, I'm not telling the story. You can look it up. It's it's an old story. Oh, oh okay. Anyway, this is Helix Nebula. We'll link that story. Shut up, damn it! You can't <laughs> stop. You just can't stop fucking interrupting me the whole time. I'm trying to. I'm trying to like end the podcast here. I'm, I'm talking underneath you. No, you're talking like over the top of me because you just yell over the top of me. 
Like <laughs> the levels just Australian gamer podcast. Exactly. <laughs> Except with less booze because neither yeah, of us I drink. Mean, yeah, it's it's <laughs> glad that both of us don't really drink, otherwise Can you imagine how angry I would be if I was drunk this entire time? Oh god. So yeah, Armageddon, I, I awesome out. weekend. Two thousand eight. I'm actually sitting here with a, a scotch and coke, so Oh Ooh. nice. It is slightly yeah. it is slightly drunk. Okay, anyway, ah. um Anyway, I'm a, we're going to leave you guys. Uh, this is Anna Managuchi with Helix Nebula. You can check... Oh. Okay, sorry. I have to stop. Why? You can check them out at 8bitpeoples.com and they've also got a MySpace page, which is whatever, MySpace, you know, slash Anna Managuchi. It's a little hard to spell. I'll put a post on the webpage. Um, yeah, so this is Helix Nebula. Farewell, guys. Say goodbye, Liam. Enjoy. See you guys. Thanks for having me. answered the vacuum cleaner when I was supposed to answer the phone. So I gotta go before Ren beats me up. Right there.